Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Unending Rebuild. Uh, super happy to be back, bringing y'all more information about the 2023 draft class. Today, we're going to be going over a second group of four running backs. We'll make sure to timestamp those in the description. Uh, and yeah, we're happy to be back. Joining us uh, this week, we have Josh Lee, who's back from surgery, and uh, Jared Perlman. Guys, say what's up. Yeah, what's up, guys? Super excited to be back. Um, a little upset that I missed last week's episode, but that's okay. Um, was feeling pretty bad from uh, my shoulder surgery, but I'm glad that I got that over with. Um, and I'm on the road to recovery. Um, so super excited to talk about this second group of running backs because this running back class is loaded. Um, so I'm excited just to kind of dive into it and uh, talk about the different the different players. Yeah, don't worry, Josh. We held it down in your absence. Got all the good uh, info out on the top four or the first four guys we talked about. Um, but these are another group of good four dudes. And uh, I think we might have to do this again for another four because I think there might be at least 12 uh, running backs that look like they may go in the first four or five rounds. So, uh, yeah, I mean, stay tuned, guys. Going to keep talking about everybody and, and we'll let you know uh, about these four, what our, what our thoughts are. So let's get into it. Yeah, like Jared said, this is a deep class. So we're, when we go to these next four, these are still players who are going to be really relevant uh, come rookie draft season and into uh, the NFL season. Uh, but I guess we can just go ahead and uh, get started with uh, our evaluations of these players. Uh, I think we'll go ahead and start with Dwayne, Dwayne Bride. He's a running back from UAB. That's the University of Alabama. Debo, let's go. He is 5'11 for 215 with a nice, nice BMI of 30. Uh, he is 21.6. Uh, so he's going to be turning 22 here close to the draft. So decently young. Uh, you know, my th- I'll just get it kicked off with some of my thoughts I had on McBride. Uh, first, love the size. We always love good size and running back. A BMI of 30 is great. And he's probably going to go somewhere in the like, third, fourth round. So when you can get a guy like that with that size in the third, fourth round that has a path to playing a lot just simply through his size uh, and just can walk into like a bad room, we'd love that just from a pure uh, just from a pure landing spot perspective. Otherwise, though, I, you know, I generally speaking, I thought he was decent. He didn't blow me away and really any category i think josh really likes him but uh he didn't blow me away in any category really i i thought he had some decent patience i thought he had good lateral quickness good contact balance and he did have really great production in college he was close to like i think he was the second leading rusher in the ncaa uh last year with like 1700 yards or something like that so the guy produces and has produced and i thought he was just a really smart runner i thought he ran really smart more so than relying on the athleticism uh, but that said i thought he lacked a bit of top end speed um he lacks receiving chops entirely i mean who knows if he lacks them he only had five college catches like that's incredibly low uh, which I don't love. And also he is going to be not participating in the combine uh, because of an injury. So uh, that's going to ultimately affect his draft stock in uh, probably a negative way. And maybe that's a good thing. If you can get a bit cheaper or maybe it's a bad thing and he's a low draft stock running back, but those uh, to be in on bride, uh, Josh, I'll kick it on over to you. Yeah. So Dwayne McBride, uh, they call him Debo. Um, and this dude is an animal. Um, I don't know if you and I were watching the same tape, guys, but 
this kid, this kid's a beast. Um, I'm really excited to, I'm really excited for this kid to come to the NFL. Um, he, he, he played at UAB. Uh, it's a much, much smaller school. I don't even know if they have any NFL players uh, in their school's history. Um, but he's coming out as a junior. It's really rare for college players to come out early from these smaller schools. So clearly somebody in the NFL has told him or tipped him off that like they really like this guy and that he should leave school and come to the NFL draft because he's going to get drafted. I actually think that he goes day two, probably round three, um, because of just like how highly he's talked about in NFL scout circles. Um, but kind of just like diving into his actual like traits, this dude, this dude's big. Um, he looks way bigger than a lot of the other guys in the field. Um, 5'11", 215. I actually think that he's going to be bigger than that. Um, I think he might even weigh in at like 220, 225. And yeah, he doesn't have that like top end pure uh, insane speed like a, Devin, a Devon A chain. Um, but he's way bigger. And this dude doesn't go down to arm tackles. He, he breaks the first tackle almost every single time. He always makes guys miss. And I, I thought his tackle breaking was next level. It's, it's what you need to be a successful running back in the NFL. Um, he was second in the country, like you said, with 1,700 rushing yards and 19 touchdowns. That's a, that's a 95 percentile yards per carry and a 93rd percentile college dominator score. Um, and probably the most impressive thing, like you said that he only had five receptions, so he can't catch the ball. I don't think that's necessarily true. UAB's offense is only run pretty much like this past season, their quarterback threw the ball 20 times a game and he had 10 touchdown passes through for 1900 yards. Dwayne McBride had, what did he average? Uh, 233, 40. Uh, Dwayne McBride averaged like 30 carries a game, had 700 rushing yards, 19 touchdowns. This dude's, Dwayne McBride was UAB's offense. So like it even goes to show that like other teams are like stacking the box to stop this guy. And he's still just running through them, running two, putting up 200 yards and four touchdowns on them. So I'm, I'm really excited about Dwayne McBride. Um, I'm curious to hear what, what Perlman has to say about him. Yeah, so obviously this guy has skills. I mean, you don't just be the second leading rusher in the NCAA without it. I think he averaged like 10 yards a carry, which is just insane. And he is big. I like I like the way he looks on tape. He he does look bigger than 215, I think, too, Josh. like I think his BMI is 30. Like, that's great. Uh, he's stout. He's strong. Uh, and I And, like, there's lots of things to love about him. It's just hard for me. It was hard for me to evaluate him because the couple of tapes that I watched – uh, you know, he played LSU and they were behind the whole time. He barely got the ball. Uh, and really when he got the ball, the, the defense was all over him. Um, but then I also watched, I think Cincinnati and he played really well, but the offensive line played great and just opened up massive holes. Um, that said, I do think he hit them. Well, he's a great North South runner. He was patient waiting for those holes to open. And then he hit them and hit his top speed real fast. I think he does lack that second gear, but he got to his top speed really, really quickly. Um, He's going late in rookie drafts, so this is a guy I'm definitely going to target in my rookie drafts. I don't think he's one of the top four probably running backs in the draft, but that's okay because he's probably going in the third or fourth round in rookie drafts right now, and that's where I'd be comfortable taking him. I mean, I think that he he provides a lot more upside than a lot of guys um, anywhere in, in those later rounds. Um, I think he he does look like a polished back he has good contact balance he broke a lot of tackles but he doesn't really play you know he didn't play a lot of 
great defenses. Um, so that that is definitely a knock. It's hard to know, um, you know, how he's going to stack up against real NFL size. Uh, obviously, the one game he played against LSU, he really just didn't get a chance to so, to showcase anything. Um, but he 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 is a talented runner and. He is a junior, which you love to see early declares, uh, especially out of a small school. That's interesting. I, I did see he will be 22 in July, so he's not the youngest junior, um, but that's like he's not super old or anything either. Um, but I don't know. I'm very much torn. I think I'll definitely be targeting him in my rookie drafts because he's going later. I don't have to spend top capital, uh, especially you know the guys we already talked about and the guys who we will talk about are going first and second round. So. Um, I, I will be prioritizing him probably more than them, but it was, it, it was hard for me to evaluate because of the level of defenses that I saw him play and the way his offensive line seemed to just open up giant holes. Uh, I'm scared. I want to see how he tests. I want to see if he does, ha- you know, how, how fast he is. Kai says he's not really. going to test. Oh yeah. Yeah. Kai yeah. did say that. We will yeah, but... pro day though. We could see it as pro day, which pro day, yeah, just true. Add like a tenth of a second to any forty-yard <laughs> dash time. Yeah, and you'll be I have good. To go out there myself and time it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll travel on over to UAB and uh, and time him at his pro day. But no, I I actually would encourage you to go back and watch the LSU game one more time. I, I ended up watching it twice. Um, the first time, obviously, wasn't super encouraged. Um, but I actually like dug into like the uh, like what happened during that game, and I think the UAB coach just kind of got like. I don't know. I think that he got thrown off his game because like he's playing LSU. It's an SEC team like late in the season. So LSU is like polished. Like they were what, like eight and two at that point. Um, and so they were like, what, like six in the country when UAB had to play them. Um, I wasn't knocking him. I'm just saying he didn't really even get a chance to showcase anything. He only had like a few carries, maybe 10 or so. And he had 13 carries for 39 yards, uh, but he only had four carries through the first two quarters of the game, which is very, very odd because typically he gets like 30 carries a game. Um, and I thought that, LSU, like, obviously has a great defense, and UAB's offensive line is not at the caliber to block the LSU defensive linemen. So there were, like, two, three guys in the backfield almost every single time, like, on Dwayne McBride's throat. And almost every single time, he would make the first two guys miss, and he would get, like, three yards, four yards. When the first guy is getting to him, like, five yards behind the line of scrimmage. So if you account for, like, when first contact is made, He's still averaging like seven yards a carry in that game. Um, so I'd encourage you to go back and rewatch that tape because that is honestly what made me most excited about Dwayne McBride. <laughs> I did see there. I, I do remember specifically one play where he's like six yards behind the line of scrimmage and you know he ended up getting like one yard and it was a great run. Like he, he looked, he, he did look really good, but I have another play in my mind where he got smacked by like a corner and, and I was surprised because he, I, before that, you know, he really was breaking a tackle every play. It looked he, he looked, you know, good, even though he was getting only you know two three yards of carry. Yeah. Um, but you know, he, you know, obviously the UAB coach messed up. You you don't you know have the leading rusher and, and not give him any carries. So um, I would like to see him get more work in there and and really see what he was more capable of with his normal 20, 30 carry game. Um, but it just didn't. It just didn't wow me. I mean, he made some good broken ta- like he he broke lots of tackles, but like these guys didn't look that big. If he was hit by a big defensive lineman, I felt like he he didn't he didn't break that. Um, like well, yeah, what guy in this class is breaking other than Bijan? I can agree. I <laughs> agree, with Jared. Like you know, if I'm watching this running back out of UAB, I want to I want to see him like running circles around guys too. 
you know, I really want to be wowed by the did film. Did you not watch the know. Georgia Southern tape? He destroyed that team. I did not watch the Georgia Southern tape. He game. ran for two and <laughs> four touchdowns. Yeah. He also, yeah. He had this I, one I, insane t- run where he broke like four tackles and like you think like, oh yeah, he's definitely down. And he runs for a touchdown. All right, well, maybe I'll just check out the Georgia Southern yeah, game yeah, and it watch was some nice. more he film with him. But I don't know. Uh, initial thoughts are not 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 super enthused. And then one thing I wanted to mention too about McBride, um, that's not a good thing. Is ball security? Um, yeah, he had a lot of fumbles in two years. He's fumbled it eleven times, losing seven of those, which is not great. Um, yeah, I wish so, I remember the uh, the third game I watched of him. He fumbled twice in that game, yeah. and, and yeah, two that was two, two fumble games this past season. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know if that's like a. Oh, I think that was, I watched his Western Kentucky game. That, I think yeah, that was it was the game the, yeah, where, where he had a yeah. couple. Um, two hundred yards, but, two touchdowns, and two fumbles. Yeah, <laughs> he likes his he likes bad pairs. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'll watch a bit more on McBride, but you know, I don't know. I definitely Jury's think he's out. a good target in the third, fourth round, yeah. especially if he's just in the, for his there size. In the fourth round. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's a he's it, a good it, runner of the football. It's just I'm not sure if he's elite but i think he could definitely be a, a starter i just don't know and obviously it's it's hard to say you know whether he can be a three down back having five catches in, yeah, in his career i do think right? i i saw yeah, you know i saw one catches. of those exactly i saw one of those catches he caught it smoothly uh you know he looked fine catching the ball i don't want to knock him for that you just don't know if he can be a three down back uh but i mean i think he's he's probably your best shot at upside in those later rounds he's a guy that you should definitely target I think the yeah. reason that I like him the most is because NFL scouts like really like this kid. Um, based off what I've seen, what I've read in NFL scout circles, he's like the RB four in this class um, for NFL teams. Um, and when NFL teams really like running backs, I typically like to like those running backs too. Um, especially someone who's like, he's not talked about most. Uh, he's not talked about, and he's not very well known within like even deep dynasty circles. Um, I bet you if we mentioned Dwayne McBride to like our league mates, most of them won't even know who that, who that is. Um, so I think that he's my number one sleeper of this class. I think he's going to rise. I don't think he's going to land at the in the third, fourth round of your rookie drafts. I think by the time the NFL draft rolls around, he'll probably be going into the second round. Yeah, I mean, for Which me, I think that the biggest we'd want to take the, him. But if you I, can I, get in the second. Yeah, if you can get a mid to late second round rookie draft running back who gets like even fourth round draft capital and has that size and production in college. And that's a good bet for sure. Uh, and I'll, you know, he doesn't have to be like outstanding to be productive, to be productive at the running back. So I think that'd be a good bet uh, for your dynasty team. Uh, any other thoughts on McBride? All right. I thought Jared was about to say something there. <laughs> you tricked almost, me, almost. but um all right, let's get into our next player, and this is going to be uh, Kendra Miller at TCU. Uh, Kendra Miller is uh, about to turn 21 here in a couple months. He's six foot, 214, 29 BMI, uh, and I like Kendra Miller. Kendra Miller is my guy out of these four we're going to be talking today. Um, I just thought he ran really aggressively almost to a fault where it didn't really seem like he cared much about his own personal health. Uh, I thought he really was hitting the hole well with speed. Uh, I thought he expressed like a perfect amount of patience where he wasn't really, he was waiting for the holes to develop, but then once, but then would, he was really decisive about it. Good speed, decent breakaway speed too. I was a bit surprised by that. Um, 
another thing I love about him too is that he contributed with uh, Zach Evans leaving TCU and, t- and transferring to Ole Miss because Kenjay was uh, taking up a lot of time in that backfield. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I just really like Kendra. I thought he ran the ball really well. Um, not the greatest receiver, but I think he's a bit capable and is really explosive in open space, which is the most important for getting those fantasy points. Um, but yeah, I, I really liked him. I thought he was just so quick and just good size and a good combination of different factors. Uh, and yeah, really liked him. Uh, Jared, go ahead. Yeah. Like I, I agree out of these four for sure. This this dude, Kendra Miller, is the best. This he, I loved his burst. You see him put one foot in the ground, and all of a sudden he's four yards down the field. He was so fast through the hole, in my opinion. Like I loved watching his tape, uh, and I also thought a lot of these other guys. I I you know I didn't see much of it. It was it's not fun to watch, but pass blocking this dude made fun. Like he's 220 pounds. He's six foot. He's big. And he routinely stood dudes up trying to come in and get his quarterback, Max Duggan. He was great in pass protection. I love that. And I think he has a real chance to be a three down back because of it. He didn't have a ton of catches 16 and 19 in his two years as a starter. But like, I think the pass blocking ability puts him there on third down almost automatically with any team that he joins. And so I'm really excited for that. Like I, I really think he's a really good runner. Um, I thought that he like kind of went inside more than I even wanted him to rather than looking for the big play. Um, but kind of right when I thought that against uh, in his film against Texas, I think two plays later, he broke off like a 60, 70 yard touchdown. Like uh, he, he just looked great running the football. Um, and I think this dude has a real chance to be a really good NFL running back. I think he might be my RB two or three of this class right now. Like I think he looks really good. And if he continues to go in the back of the first, I have a 112 in a couple of drafts, but I think I might be moving up to 19, maybe 110, and taking a real look at this guy because uh, a lot of people I think are sleeping on him right now because I think this dude is a is a really really good runner of the football, very fast, has the size necessary for the um, you know to carry an NFL load. So. I'm I'm actually really really excited for Kendra Miller. I think he's going to be a really good NFL back. He kind of reminded me a bit of Kamara. Might be a bit too hype, but I I just really like how he tacked the hole, just burst through, has just insane burst. The the best I've seen um, from any of these guys for sure. Uh, so I'm I I want to see what Josh says, but uh, I was really excited to watch him. Yeah, I'm going to echo a lot of what you guys said. My player comp for him, I'm hoping – so, he, guys, you said he's 214. He looks way bigger than 214 to me. I he agree. Looks like I've seen, I've seen like, like even like 220, 225 listed for him. I'm yeah. hoping that he weighs in over 225. And If, if he's he over does, 225, Jesus Christ. My, I mean, he looks big. He looks like he's that size. He could My run a 4-4 four, four easy, too. Yeah, ESPN lists him 220. Like, I, I think he's at least that, and he's definitely running 4-4. Four, four. We'll, we'll see what he tests at the combine. I'm hoping he weighs in over 225. And if he does, my comp for him is Ramondre Stevenson. I was going to uh, say the same thing. Yeah. I literally thought the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. this dude is a beast. Um, yeah. I think it's so impressive just with just like one of those guys that runs hard and like, yeah, he runs really hard. He's like, you know what ball. I mean by like a violent runner, like just someone yeah. that just like embraces contact. Just like throwing Lynch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, my favorite part about him though, is like he runs with such like a low pad level. Like when people come to like hit him, they just like bounce off of him. Um, and he's just a, he's a great runner of, of the football and he always falls forward. He's always fighting for those extra yards. And I think he's just one of those guys for an NFL team. 
he's going to grind the defense throughout the game. Um, and then, I mean, we kind of saw this in the Texas game where late in the second half, the defense doesn't want to tackle him anymore. And he'll be able to just find that hole and just rip off a big run for a touchdown. Um, and he, and he hits that he has that top end speed to hit the home run ball. Um, and I thought that for someone, his size, surprisingly quick, like you guys said, and he has very soft hands. So, I mean, I know Perlman, you said that he only had 16 catches this season. I just don't think like that's not part of like TCU's offense. Cause they didn't throw the ball to any of their running. Yeah. Backs. I meant to say that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but on like that one screen and like, it was like down at his feet and he's, he still, he still snagged it. Um, so I thought that that was pretty impressive. Um, and he's great in pass protection. He's going to be on the field on all three downs. Um, and I, I need him to weigh in. I need him to weigh in over 225. If he weighs in over 225, he's he's my, oh my. he's probably my RB3. Is that a second um, round pick if he's 225 and runs a 4 4? He should be a second round pick, I think. I mean, the way he the NFL draft the, or the, or he's at, at least NFL, 220. NFL. Yeah, NFL in the draft. NFL draft. Yeah, if he's 225, he should be a, he should be a second round pick. But Ramondre, we saw Ramondre Stevenson fall like the, what the fourth round. Yeah. What did he run? Do we know? I don't. I don't know what Ramondre? his forty time was. Yeah, pull it up real quick. Yeah, uh, but I mean, four, late four or five maybe. Yeah, I feel like Ramondre is a bit slower than Ramondre Ken. weighed in at two thirty. Wow, and he ran a four six four at his pro day. Yeah, a bit slower. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like Kendra does. If Kendra, that. if Kendra weighs in at at two twenty five and runs a four four, oh, <sighs> NFL scouts are gonna be drooling yeah. over him. And yeah. and just to reiterate the point too that he like that Zach Evans here of running back and he took the Zach Evans transferred because of Kendra Miller or in part of because of Kendra Miller, because it, like Kendra was getting all these touches and Zach Evans wanted more work. And Kendra takes over the job and is just amazing. And then uh, Zach Evans goes to Ole Miss and loses his job to Quinshawn Judkins. <laughs> so, yeah. So that, We'll get to Zach Evans later, but it doesn't bode well for him in that regard. Uh, but yeah, I I am a very big fan of Kendry Miller. And out of the running backs that we were talking about today, he certainly popped out the most to me. I mean, just watching over his watching over his Texas tape again, and it just like he just like leans forward into every run. He just like every time he's tackled, he's like landing on top of his tackler. And so it just gets a couple extra yards. And I just really like him. And like y'all have touched on, he's known as a good pass blocker as well, which is going to keep him on the field. It's going to keep him on the field. And rookies all the time get dinged for their pass blocking. They can't be trusted. But if he's already got a sufficient gr- grip on being able to do that, r- the path to seeing the field is wide open. So. Big Kendra guy. Yeah, I mean, I just want to reiterate one more time, like Josh said, uh, TCU doesn't really throw the football Mac, uh, to the running back. Max Duggan was never looking to check down often. Um, usually, he, Kendra was used in the screen game. But uh, as Josh said, again, there was a nice, uh, a, a poorly thrown ball on a screen that we saw Kendra catch in the Texas game and turn up field and break like three tackles and still turn it into a first down a lot. And it was a long first down. So uh, I think this guy is going to be able to catch the football in the next level too. I, I, I expect big things. I'm definitely targeting this guy in the first round. I'm giving up all my secrets. Now you guys are going to know this is the guy I'm going to be looking for for sure. I'll be uh, sniffing around at 108 if you trade up to 109. So I'll be looking out for that. Um, any other any other thoughts uh, on Kendra before we move on to our next player? All right. So the next one that we are going to discuss is 
Tajay Spears. Uh, Spears went to Tulane, uh, not necessarily known as a powerhouse, but they're really good this year. Uh, I realize now that I have Tajay Sharp pulled up on player profiler, <laughs> so that's tricky. But Spears went to Tulane. He's uh, let me just load up his page. I, I, I can do it if you yeah, need. Yeah, please you know? go ahead. He's, <laughs> player profiler listed at five nine two zero four, and he's at thirty b at thirty point one BMI. Thank you, thank you. And he's also 21.7 and was a 66 percentile target share uh, over at Tulane. So one thing I really like about Spears is just very, like, almost anecdotal. But I just like that he was, like, the clear focal point of the offense. Like, things ran through him at Tulane. He was fantastic for them. Electric player and made big-time plays for them. Um, I thought he was so quick, too. Like, the ball gets in his hands in open space, and he is smart with it. Uh, he reads his blockers well. Um, and even in a game against like USC, which is a which is an opponent that Tulane should not be playing in like any regard, but did this year because uh, they did had a great year. Uh, I forget which bowl game it was. Uh, thank you. And he went and took it to him. Like I think he went like Josh. You were saying went like two hundred and two. Two hundred and two. Um, yep. Yeah, like that's that's fantastic. And that's uh, when you when you. Oh wait, wait. The- sorry, sorry, sorry. Two hundred five rushing yards, four touchdowns. Thank you. When you see when you mm. see a guy like Spears, this is what you want out of McBride. You know, McBride, when you play the good opponents, you want to you want to see them like take that next step and meet the opponent where they're at. And that's exactly what Spears did. Really like that out of him. Um, and he's just really slippery football player. Just an exciting one to watch. Um, uh, getting into a few cons, he did, did tear his ACL in college, which you know, I mean. Not a big deal when today. When did he uh, I think it was 2021. Okay. Yeah, so not as big of a deal today, but honestly makes last season even more remarkable for him. Uh, in fact, check me on the year in case to make sure I'm right on that. But uh, And he's a little small. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that, that 204 is probably about right. You would maybe want him to be a bit bigger. But, you know, I kind of see Spears projecting to be like a – like a change, like a, I don't know, like a, like a DeAndre Swift. Oh, really? I, I don't know. I, well, I 2020 I was when he tore his ACL. Just yeah, 2020. 2020. Thank but you. He looks like a DeAndre Swift to me. He's actually the exact really? same size as DeAndre Swift. Yeah. I just, I don't know if he has the same passing game ability, but I could see the comparison otherwise alongside the risk for injury. So yeah, I like that. Josh, go ahead and follow up on okay. that point. Um, yeah. I mean, well, now you know my player comp for him is, is DeAndre Swift, but I mean Tajay looks small on tape, but he doesn't play small. Um, he's surprisingly strong. He's got good contact balance, and just like Kendra, he's he's always falling forward, uh, which comes at a surprise with with how short he is. Um, so he must have a great center of gravity, um, a la Maurice Jones Drew, um, and he reminds me a little bit of Blake Corum because Blake Corum's also super small but like also has that super low center of gravity. So like they bounce off tackles and they end up falling forward. Um, but like you said, guys, I love how Tulane used Tajay this year. Um, he was asked to do everything pretty much. He asked to run between the tackles, run outside zone, take screens, line up out wide in the slot, uh, even played wildcat quarterback. Um, and the fact that they're using him as the wildcat quarterback, it just shows like how much the team like, trust Tajay and like how much they need him. It to revolved around him for sure. Hands. Exactly. Um, but he, he had a great year. Uh, I will say though, guys, 
you said like two, like we saw Tajay go for 204 against USC against a big opponent. First off, USC doesn't have an LSU caliber defense and Tulane was great this year. They went 12 and two, whereas UAB fair point. went five and seven and their entire offense was Dwayne McBride. I shouldn't have taken so, the opportunity to shit on McBride one more time. I, I will say that. Um, <laughs> but Tajay rushed for 600 rushing yards, 21 touchdowns this year, put up 6.9 yards per carry, good for 91st percentile. Um, and although my biggest concern for him is his size, I think that he may be a little bit more injury prone in the NFL, but I think that he's going to find his way to find work in any NFL backfield just because of how talented he is. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I echo a lot of things. I, first of all, yeah, USC and the PAC 12, the defenses are nothing compared to SEC. I would never compare that. I try to watch as many SEC opponents as I can, because those remind me uh, as much of NFL defenses as are possible. Yeah. So <laughs> anytime somebody has something against SEC, I'm always watching that, but PAC 12, you know, they're going to run over those bums. Uh, so, but no, that's all. It's good for him. I mean, four touchdowns in a bowl game, 200 yards. That's amazing. He had a great game. Um, and you know, he showed out in the senior bowl, like, uh, everybody was, uh, like saying he was the best running back there. So this guy definitely shows up in big games and that's what you want. Um, I thought he was super shifty. He had a great head fake for sure. Uh, he was breaking defenders in the open field all the time, running for the, a few extra yards. Um, so I, I, I very much like that. Um, but he does look a little small to me. Um, Carrying the ACL, I, I didn't know that, I actually. Um, so that's unfortunate. But it has been a few years, and it doesn't look like any major problems have arose from that. So that's good. Um, I hope that that continues. Um, but, he, you know, he, he does look a little bit small. Uh, I thought he was a good cat, uh, catcher of the football. I saw a couple catches on his tape. I, th- I thought he looked good. Um, getting into open space, he, he does well. Uh, making defenders miss. Like I said, he has a nasty head fake. He used it every single time. And I thought he looked dirty doing it. Um, I'm I I'm a little bit worried. Um, my comp is more of a Kenny Gainwell. I liked Kenny Gainwell coming out of college. I, I still think he's a good back. I I think um, people are saying he might be the Eagles starter, but you know we'll see what actually happens. Um, but I think Kenny Gainwell is a good running back, um, and I think that Ty J Spears can be a good running back. Um, but I just don't know if he can be a starter. Um, he is a little bit small like I've said a million times, um, but I, I think you'd be a great change of pace back. Maybe Tony Pollard, uh, a smaller Tony Pollard is a, is a bit better comp. Um, I, I think that this guy could come in and, and be a consistent contributor to an NFL team. Um, but I'm scared of taking him early in the draft um, because I just don't know if he, he has the size to be a starter and, or quite the speed for, you know, those breakaway plays that you might need um, to, to really be a, a star fantasy contributor as a change of pace back. So that that's kind of my feeling. About yeah, that my uh, this might be a disappointing comp, and I don't mean it to be, but I was thinking kind of like Michael Carter, someone like that, like someone that can produce but is never really going to be the guy. So and I do like Sharp, but maybe like a bit better than Michael Carter. But hopefully he measures to be a bit heavier than that two hundred four, maybe gets up to like two ten, two twelve. Fingers crossed. And I do think he provides a bit more explosiveness than Carter across the middle when, you know, he's in open space, but I don't know. I'm a, I'm a little hesitant. Josh, you have any thoughts? Uh, I, I mean, not really. Um, I mean, I guess the only thing that I would really add is, um, 
I understand your guys' concerns for Tajay Spears. Um, I think I, that- I, can can I say one thing real quick? I, I yeah, go ahead. <laughs> player profile lists him at like two hundred four, but ESPN has him at one ninety five. So I Oof. I was yeah, like I'm a little <laughs> bit. I'm definitely scared. I was oh, no. looking at one ninety five and like that. Really, Taj's agent got the player profiler. I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe 204 <laughs> is more accurate, but he looks small. Um, and ESPN has it 195. What are you Wait, winning at the wasn't he as pro- Yeah, wasn't he? I was gonna say, yeah, you would think one of them would have, you know, or both of them yeah. would have tracked that. Let's rush to do it. Uh, 59204. Okay, all right, okay. so yes, wait in at 204 at the, at the senior bowl. Okay. Yeah, I mean, honestly, though, that shows he's pretty to bulk up, too, for the combine. Yeah, so that's you – know, put on a couple more pounds. Yeah, because Senior Bowl is right. early February. He might weigh Have in at a 210. Couple burgers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, maybe he's, yeah, even bigger. Maybe he played at 195 this year, and he's already put on 100 pounds, so that would be good as well. I mean, to already be 10 pounds heavier than playing weight and being able to produce at 195 like that, that is a good sign. Yeah. All right, any more thoughts on Tajay? Okay, let's get into our final player today. And that final player is going to be Sean Tucker. Uh, Sean Tucker is a three-year starter out of uh, out of Syracuse. Um, someone that's kind of been, like, mentioned a bunch, I feel like, in rookie draft circles for, like, a long time. Like, I feel like this is a bit more of a popular name. Um uh, also, his if you haven't checked his Twitter out, it's, it's amazing. I can't wait for this guy to be in the NFL. After every game, he tweets out like a personal review of his performance, um, being like, "We lost fifty-five to three, but I'm pleased with my performance." <laughs> no way! <laughs> he's a oh so funny. So funny. I gotta find but, that dude. I he's love so funny. <laughs> yeah, he'll like he'll like list out his whole stat line, and then it will be like, "But we lost, and I'm unpleased." <laughs> That's so funny. I love that. Oh, um, Sean Tucker, dude. He, yeah. you, you can't you can't hate this kid. He's he's so much fun. <laughs> no, I love him just for that. Uh, and he's uh, 21.3, so he's pretty young. Uh, he's 5'10", 210, so really good size with that 30 BMI. And uh, also really good uh, college target share with uh, 15.8%. Uh, and one thing I want to add to this, too, is that this year, uh, the offensive coordinator at Syracuse was the offensive coordinator at UVA in years past. So we all probably have plenty of experience of watching that system um, uh, that Sean Tucker was in. And I know for a fact that UVA's rushing game was always pretty poor. So Sean Tucker, we know he's a good player, but he also made the system look pretty good rushing. And I've really put the emphasis on rushing either. So it was um, that's just a little side note. But that on Sean Tucker, you know, I think what I like about him is that he's really good at reading the line and setting up the blocks. You always watch him like, like making his offensive line look good effectively by having them like block uh, by him running in a way to set up the blocks. Uh, So I like that about him. Uh, Obviously his size is fantastic. And beyond that, I thought he was pretty fast, pretty quick more than, uh, than pure like breakaway speed, but fast enough. The one thing I noticed about him that I couldn't get out of my mind was I thought that he was kind of indecisive and slow with his cutting. I thought he took like a bit too many steps sometimes. I don't know if that was just something I got in my mind and couldn't let go of it, but it was a little bit, um, a little off-putting to me. He was just not quite as dynamic as you as I was hoping uh, for him to be off of seeing him a handful of played at Syracuse. So 
yeah, I th I think I like Tucker. I uh, you know I hope I'm reading it wrong because it's got really good size and you'll probably get decent capital, which is always great. Uh, and I think you'll probably be like what like an early second round rookie pick. Uh, but you know I I just don't know if I was wowed by anything. But yet again, I don't know if you have to be. You know you could still be productive due to the ability to catch the ball, the ability to be like another focal point in the offense and with that size. So I'll leave it off at that. Uh, whoever wants to go first can take the floor. Yeah, I'll go ahead. Um, I really like Sean Tucker. Um, he's insanely fast. Um, and I actually expect him to run probably around a 4 3 40, um, just because there are some plays where he just takes off and like nobody's even close to him. Um, so I'm really excited to uh, see how he tests at the combine because I mean, he's listed at 510 210. He's 510 210 in college. He could probably weigh in at 215 and if he's running a 4340 that is that those are some wheels um and his burst acceleration they look next level um and the second that he gets to the next level the second level once he gets to the linebackers if nobody has an angle on him he's gone um and over the past two seasons he's really just carried this this Syracuse offense um he accounts for over 30 percent of their offense their offensive production and touchdowns and in 2021 he rushed for 1,500 yards and 14 touchdowns while adding 20 receptions and 20 and 255 receiving yards. In, two, in 2022, he rushed for only 1,000 rushing yards and 13 touchdowns, but he added 36 receptions and 254 receiving yards. Um, and that regression in 2022 can actually be explained by what Kai's mentioned, the change in offensive coordinator and the overall Syracuse offense in general. Because in 2021, Syracuse was garbage. Uh, they went 5-7. and seven. And they, but they averaged 25 points per game. It's pretty good. But it was peak on Tucker tweeting during that season too. Well, they win a lot. when they lose, it's better. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this though. Um, in 2021, the Syracuse offense had 10 passing touchdowns. That's it. 10 passing touchdowns. They had 10 passing touchdowns and 28 rushing touchdowns. So that's almost a three to one rushing touchdowns to passing touchdowns uh, ratio. And that, that was pretty much their split for offense as well. So Sean Tucker was this entire Syracuse offense. So a lot of reports that I was reading in 2022 said most teams, their game plan, stop Sean Tucker. Do everything you can to stop Sean Tucker and make Garrett Schrader beat you. And that was basically every single defense's game plan. Um, and the fact that other teams' game plan is solely centered around stopping Sean Tucker kind of just goes to show you how much respect other teams have for him. And my favorite part about him he broke 1,500 rushing yards as a sophomore. None of these other guys even broke That's a thousand great point. in their sophomore season. Um, and that is probably my favorite part about Sean Tucker. And Sean Tucker is actually my RB3 of this class um, just because he, he just has that, he has that burst. He has that next level speed that can just hit a home run, hit, hit, take, it to, take a 70-yard run to the house on any given play. Um, so I'm super excited to see where Sean Tucker lands. Um, and especially having that 15% College target share, that's what you love to see. Um, so I'm really excited for Sean Tucker uh, to be in the NFL, the dudes a baller. Yeah, so I'm really happy I got to listen to you guys go first uh, because I was really, really torn. Um, I was, I, I didn't I know. I still am, honestly, um, I think. I mean, I still am a bit torn, but I didn't know why his production went down so much this year. Uh, but you guys made a lot of really good points. Uh, watching his tape, it was the only one of the at least the eight that we've watched so far where I said that's a bad run play. 
this play is bad. Um, he was not UVA offense. Yeah, <laughs> he, he was not set up for success, and it makes. I watched sense. too many Wayne Talapapa runs up the middle. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it, it, it objectively makes sense that he got worse when you brought over the UVA coordinator because, yeah, I could tell that the run plays weren't great. Um, and yeah, they they didn't have a lot of passing production as well. So, you know, just trying to stop him, uh, it, you know, that was every team's priority. Um, I, he, I couldn't get it out of my head, even though I didn't really like him that much. Every time I looked at him, I'm like, that's Nick Chubb. And, and maybe <laughs> it's just so the arms, good. dude. Like maybe it's just the arms, but like he looks He's big. Built. He looks big He's as built. fuck, yeah. and he is really fast. I thought he rounded so. Like I wasn't sure. I'm. I'm. I am interesting. Interested to see what he tests at because getting the edge, he got to the edge great. He got to it every time, but it felt like it took him a long time to get there. I felt like he was going wide a lot, and if he runs in the four threes, then that's why. I mean, he is going to continue to get there most likely. If he runs in the in the four fives and you know, he's, he's not. Um, so I was, I, I'm curious. I, I do think he does have the top end speed. He did burst a couple of times. So I hope that, you know, he tests well. I'm definitely torn. I think a second round pick, I, you know, not one, maybe one or two, but I think I'm definitely interested in at two, three or four. Uh, I'm, but, I got. I definitely got to do some more scouting. Um, maybe I, I'll be more invested. Maybe maybe he'll shoot into my first round because this guy. He he did look good. I I was pretty torn, but I do I like what you said. I, I mean I like what you guys said. There were a lot of negatives for him surrounding him. So that's you know that's a positive in his direction that he was still able to shine um, even as a sophomore. Like Josh said, no none of these other guys really did so. Um, so I think he might be going up my draft board. Um, yeah, two, three, two, four was kind of where I was thinking in the beginning. I'm gonna have to go check this guy out some more um, because he does look good. I thought he missed a couple of pass blocks. I thought he he kind of jumped in front of a couple of guys um, instead of uh, kind of waiting for them to come at him. I saw him miss a few times, but uh, that's okay. I think he can get better at that too because he does have the size. Um, I think he's a little bit smaller than Nick Chubb, but he did remind me of him. So. Uh, it'll be interesting. I, I definitely got to do some more, some more watching on this guy, uh, because he had a lot of things stacked against him and he was still a baller. So yeah, I feel like one... my tone was a bit negative on, on, uh, Tucker, but I, I have been a Tucker guy for a while. Um, I mean, on it, frankly gone, I've mentioned this a couple times, but he got my radar because of his tweets initially, like a couple of years ago. Um, uh, but you know, anytime you got a guy that has that BMI that could run that fast, you know, it's someone that and has that receiving profile. It's definitely someone you got to take a look at and someone you got to consider hard. And, you know, I mentioned that one thing about having a little bit of like happy feet when making cuts, you know, that's something that can just be fixed a bit more easily. It's something that, you know, maybe I was just viewing it wrong too. I was, I don't want to sound like I'm all negative on Sean Tucker because of that. You know, I, like Josh said, and I should have said this in his intro to produce like that as a sophomore, in a power five conference. I mean, I know the ACC is the ACC and whatnot, but like to produce like that speaks volumes and just a bunch of green flags in his profile as to why he should be a good NFL player. Uh, I'll be really interested to see where he lands out. You know, I, I think he could provide a service to a number of different roles in the NFL. And he's shown that he can really carry the lion's share of the work. So I, I am really excited for Sean Tucker going into the draft. 
Two things I will add about Sean Tucker. He led the ACC in rushing in 2021. He was first, like, by a decent margin. Um, and he actually had more rushing yards than Garrett Schrader had passing yards, um, which is pretty great. <laughs> That's embarrassing. But also <laughs> <I> <laughs> Dude, this entire – I'm telling you, this entire offense was only Sean Tucker. It was like Sean Tucker actually had more carries than Garrett Schrader had passes. <laughs> Like that's that's incredible. That's crazy. That's um, crazy. And also the reason I think Sean Tucker is running at least a four three. So as a freshman, Sean Tucker actually ran track and field, and in the sixty meter dash, he ran a six nine sixty meter dash. I think he I don't know a lot about track, but yeah, it sounds si- fast. <laughs> I need a hundred times six sixty doesn't do it for me. I need forty or a hundred. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can kind of just just go down though. Sixty. No, no, it's too. No, I, I can't do fractions. Point nine like divided by six. No, I don't know. Fractions don't work every ten me. meters. And <laughs> he's just, got that. He's got that acceleration. His fastest. His fastest thing is his first step. Yeah. No, I, I I definitely think I need to look at him more because I wasn't I wasn't extremely encouraged with his tape this year. Um, but obviously I didn't have the full context. I was trying to figure out like, cause I know they didn't lose any linemen. I was like, they didn't lose any offensive linemen, but yeah, their, their plays were bad. So, um, <laughs> just makes sense. It just makes sense. I, I, I think he, you know, he has a really strong chance of being a productive player. I think he, after this, he's got my attention for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Sean, Sean Tucker's, uh, I mean, he was talking about so much and like, it seems like he's lost a lot of steam just because all these other guys are being talked about so much and nobody's talking about Sean Tucker anymore. Um, and I hope that continues. I hope maybe Sean Tucker won't run and then I will be so happy because then, because the second that Sean runs the 40 yard dash, he's going to shoot up draft board. People are going to start going crazy for this dude. So I'm like, I remember when I sent you guys my initial rookie mock, like in January, I had Sean Tucker at one Oh six. Um, I'm still comfortable taking Sean Tucker at one Oh six. Um, that's where I took Kenneth Walker last year, and I think Sean Tucker's better than Kenneth Walker. So, all right, I'm not going to comment on that. Uh, <laughs> seems a bit. We'll see what happens. My opinion is there's a lot of Kenneth Walkers in this draft. There's a there's lot of definitely guys. some good running backs. I, that's why I don't lot. think you need to take them at 106 necessarily. But a lot. I'm I'm fully backs. on the train that Kenneth Walker is not as good as his ranking suggests. But me too. <laughs> Okay, cool. We can we can we can save that for another time. Um, all right. Uh, let's go ahead and wrap up this episode of the Unending Rebuild. Uh, thanks everyone for tuning in. Appreciate you listening, and we'll be back next week with some more content. Appreciate y'all. Thanks everybody. <laughs>